Dylan Titus, how you been? I've been great. I've been I'm I'm, I'm a little little tanner. A little DJ Tanner. I'm DJ Tanner. I'm a little I'm a little uh, less sick. We did. I just got over COVID, uh, but I'm ready to podcast, man. But how how are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm more of a um, uh, Stephanie Tanner myself. Stephanie Tanner. Oh, that's right. That, was that was that the whole j- joke in the new show that she DJ Tanner became a DJ, and she was DJ Tanner. I don't know. I didn't watch Fuller House. Oh, you didn't watch that? Yeah, the show's good. of of the Of the shows that kind of came out in the last like few years of like the kind of reboots or continuations of like old sitcoms, because we had like. Girl Meets World, which was like the follow-up to Boy Meets World, uh, Fuller House, and I forget what else they did. I feel like there's another one I'm missing. Uh, you know there was like a kids, not a kids, but it was like a teenager's Sex in the City. Really? Yeah, it was um, Carrie Bradshaw as a, in high school or something. I don't know if that was part of that same wave of shows. Really? Uh, no, I think yeah. that was like, I think it was like, this is like, the, it wasn't all Disney Plus, but it was like, because the Fuller House was Netflix. And HBO Max and such. Yeah. The, yeah these streaming they... services have, need, they need that dirty word of content. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, 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 can't, they have like no other show. I'm trying to think of like a, like, why not bring back like, I don't know, there's other shows they could have brought back, but never did. Like, you know, what, what, what if they brought back So Weird? Oh my God! Don't tempt me with it. Don't how, tempt how, me with it. I'll do the theme. How much? Uh, <laughs> how much? How, how many uh, cast members are still around? They're all still alive, right? I think they're all still alive. Yeah. Is, uh, uh, Squatch as well. He's Dave Squatch Boy. I don't know. Now I gotta Google him. He's still alive, right? He must be. Dave Squatch Ward. <laughs> Is yep, yeah, he's still alive. So they could, oh man, they can. You could bring it back, bring it back for like a season. Where oh it's my like, god, I've got to share this picture with you. So so weirder that could be the show. <laughs> is that him now? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like um, he looks like Will Ferrell's character uh, Mugatu from hey, Mugatu. Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> Obey my dog. Obey my dog. <laughs> Obey my dog. Oh, it's oh. a ghost dog. <laughs> I think that'd be a great. I think that'd be great. But like, how many people? I mean, there's a few people I know. When you when you and Nicole started talking about it, like recent, like this past summer, and I started bringing that show up to people, people were like, "Oh, I remember that show." I would say, "You guys remember so weird?" And they're like, "I don't really remember it." Then I would show them like pictures of the show and like the theme song, and they're like, "I remember that show now." So I feel like there's enough like uh, enough. <laughs> Uh, love out there to like to warrant uh, a reunion show or like a follow-up show you should have shown them my cover of the theme song all six minutes of it and they're just like no i i, I don't recognize it <laughs> like it's four minutes in it. and they're like no no i this is really weird this is the theme song for the <laughs> show. Are, they cre- 
the whole the, ap- the episode the alone is like running? 20 minutes long and like and six of those minutes have been taken with the theme song <laughs> Are there a lot of cast members? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, it's, like the, it's, like, it's like the credits of Endgame. It's like too many cooks. <laughs> too many cooks. Oh my gracious! Uh. What if what if in the credits of Endgame was Dave Squatch Ward <laughs> <laughs> with a signature? <laughs> da, 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 da. Really, I don't remember him being in this. <laughs> Dave Squatch Ward. I think he might have been Groot. He was, he was a Groot. He would have been a better Groot than freaking. Oh my god! I am Groot. Vin Diesel, dude. Like you realize how many movies he's like been in that he's made millions of dollars for, where he said like three words. I I hope he just does those for fun. He gets paid, you know. He does. God, why 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 put him in there? It's like. Maybe he's I am friends with James Gunn. Okay, but there's I there's I am Groot. Then there's mm-hmm. Iron Giant. He was the Iron Giant. I, I am Giant. And all he said was Superman, and he get like a bazillion dollars for that. And then <laughs> uh, and then Fast and Furious always has his family. The whole movie. So <laughs> that's it's, it. That's the one line. <laughs> that's the one line. Family. It's like Dominic. What are we gonna do now? Family. <laughs> family. Family. All right. Family, I'll family. go. I'll go in through this air intake duct. Dom, how are you going to get in? Family, family. <laughs> family, family. <laughs> he, walk, he walks by the security guard. Do you have a badge? Family. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the, the, there's a Spanish security guard. It's like La Familia. Oh, oh. See? <laughs> family. The guy clearly, all, clearly speaks English as his first language. <laughs> Uh, we went uh, at Universal. There's a Fast and Furious ride. I was it, on that at the California one. Oh, that's right. It happened in California too. Oh it's, wait, it's, no, it's no, a, no. I wasn't. Is that like the? Is are you talking about the end of the bus tour? There, no. There's actually a ride. It's like one of the. Have you ever done any like the 3D video rides at Universal Studios? Um, they have like a Transformers one, Spider Man. The way you did that was so... Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Transformers 1? Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Maybe you've heard of a little guy, Spider-Man? You ever heard of Spider-Man? Maybe you have. But it's Um, like one of those 3D simulator rides where it's like a car, but like it moves and Was the Harry Potter one that? Oh, no, that's like more of a roller coaster. It, but it does With have screens. video. It, yeah. it does have video elements. Yeah, like the Hogwarts. That was one. the first ride that made me nauseous in a long time. It's it, it's it's it, they it, they do get rough. Like that even was, like Star I Tours, just... which is at Disney. I love that one, but that one gets you sick too. But the oh boy. But the Fast and Furious one is the laziest one because so the premise of the ride is. Um, Dominic and the gang are having a a party and they have these awesome party buses that they're inviting all the all the family people to come ride on and they're like equipped with NOS and fancy lights and everything and so that's the and ride the vehicle Nos. and the 
But that's the ride. You're in the party bus. So that's the car. It's a giant party bus with it's like a bunch of bench bench seats, which is kind of like how the King Kong ride is uh, is too. But that King Kong ride's way better in my opinion. And um, it just takes you down like a path, and there's screens on both ends, and you're like in a car chase. Okay. It, yes. Yes. I. I. Okay. But the Universal that I went to in California, it was. The, it was a studio tour. The, the oh, yeah, bus that, you got on was a st- it was a studio tour, and that's how it it went through the King Kong ride, and it went through that it ended with the Fast and Furious thing. Oh yeah, so I so yeah, it was yeah. all one. Yeah, California is the only one that has a studio tour because that's like you can okay. see all the behind the scenes. I wish they had one in yeah. Florida, but they do it there because they actually shoot stuff there in California, like the yeah. back, like the Back to the Future Town Square is still there and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is just a ride itself, but I think that same ride is there. Um, but yeah, it's just so boring. Just kind of like going down and you see like the rock and like the rest of the cast on cars. And the most, the funniest part at the end is Vin Diesel drops, jumps in a helicopter and like hangs on to it. But the helicopter looks like, like the size of. Like like half his size. It's so yes. it's so small. It look, yes. it's it's so poorly scaled, and this takes me out of it. The only cool part about that ride is the queue because the actual cars are there from the film. Mm. They have like certain cars that were in the movie, and you can pose next to them and stuff. And then we did that, and we're like taking pictures with the cars, and we're about to go in the ride. And we heard something saying, "Oh, the ride's been delayed," and we're like, "Let's just get out of here." And we just kept walking. We're like, we're not waiting for this really bad ride. We're like, let's go ride on it again for fun. But even, like, I'm not waiting more than 10 minutes to get on this ride. Yeah. I Yeah, the, the studio tour that I was on, it went through the woods, and the woods was filled with a lot of different movie cars. And then the King Kong screen thing was really fun. But, yeah, the end ending it on... The Fast and Furious one sucked. Yeah, it's like the weirdest thing to end on. <coughs> but yeah, I want to do that that studio tour one of these days in California because like California's Universal is like like the, the Florida's bigger. Um, the, oh yeah, Universal it was studios, it was small. It was but, very small. But yeah, but I know they have a lot more uh, a lot of other fun things and like they have like I want to meet Megatron because they have like a giant Megatron that like it's a guy in a suit. But like, there's a guy in a in like a control room with a camera, and he talks to you through Megatron, and like, well, actually, and like this, I always see funny videos of him like roasting people as they come and take pictures with him. <laughs> but like, we have that in Florida. It's it's Optimus, Bumblebee, and Megatron, and you know, Bumblebee just plays songs from his radio because that's his gimmick. Optimus doesn't do anything, and Megatron doesn't do anything. But only in California can you meet Megatron and talk mm. to him. It's, it's, it's oh like, yes, I saw him. I saw him outside of one of those rides. Yeah, those were some of like the three D rides, and I didn't go on those. Mm. Um, Transformers one is good. I really enjoyed Transformers one. So I want to share this with you. This because th- thinking of the size of the L A Universal Studios, this was probably the biggest thing in it. They're called the Hollywood Stairs. And oh, this miserable. is these are escalators, right? And then there's stairs. Ooh. It was here. It is. There's a full picture of it. There we go. Look at that. Oh man, 
Yeah. So, also, I'm assuming that's your city walk over there on the left. Um, where all the people are. No, this is more of the theme park. Oh, that's a theme park. Yeah, oh, that's this so is weird. theme park. This is theme park, and this is theme park. Oh. Yeah, like down here was like the Jurassic World ride, um, and up here was most uh, most of the park was up here. Oh, it looks so I, if cramped. I remember it. If I remember it correctly, but this is just a picture of the stairs. Oh, but yeah, look at, a, it looks it, so it cramped, dude. Oh my god. Let's, let me see if I can find a map. Universal LA map, which, by the way, was so hard to get an actual map to the park. Oh no, these are the stairs. These are the stairs. So this is most of the park, and then these are the stairs. That is, and so this small. is where the this is where the Jurassic World ride was. Oh. Wow, it's uh, so can you small. see my mouse? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's that's where the right, yeah Jurassic World was down here. And then, oh, it's so small there. It's crazy. Yeah. It was it was very small. I made the rounds pretty quickly, and then where Hogwarts was over there, that's Hogwarts. Anyway, it was still fun. Oh yeah, it's great. You you, you'll, stairs, you'll have to though. try to you'll, you'll have to try to go to the Florida one one time because it's like. A lot, a lot of, a lot more to do, and it's more spread out, so you can kind of like breathe a little more. That looks claustrophobic, man. So this, I was going down. I went down the stairs on the escalator, right, and then I went back up on foot on the stairs. Oh man, it was. I timed myself too. I think I did it in under ten minutes, which was or under under seven or eight minutes. It was like it was strenuous, but I did it. Oh man. I don't I don't know if that's an accomplishment. I don't recall my time, but I did it in a quicker time than I thought I could do it. Hey. Good on you. But hey, if I was wearing my Apple Watch, I'm sure it would have flashed that my heart was beating too fast. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, speaking of uh crazy adventures, uh this is what is this? It's Tarzan's Greatest Adventure. Tarzan's Greatest Adventure from 1959. Of course, this is Connery Curious, the podcast where me and Dylan cover every single film and the filmography of the late, great Sir Sean Connery. And discuss uh, guitars and uh, theme, theme parks. parks. <laughs> Which, let's, hey, th- here's a, actually, two questions real quick. If we were discussing earlier, like, what... Well, Movies that were remade unnecessarily, am I right? Or like, well, we're talking about like TV shows that like yeah, were, yeah, that came back, yeah, yeah. If okay, if or like how they make a TV show out of an old movie just because it's a name brand, yeah. What what movie would they do that with of Sean Connery's? Um, like what what movie of Sean Connery's besides the Bond films? Because that's not really his is is a so much of a name brand it would shamelessly be brought back for a TV show that would be canceled after one season I could see him trying to do the rock oh totally yes yeah. there we go or uh leave extraordinary gentlemen yeah yeah they could probably find a way to pull like other monsters or something mm. and like make it like a, a a monster of the week type show um yeah, and I mean maybe Indiana Jones, you know, maybe they'll mm-hmm. do. They could do like I mean, did they? Did they do I hope Indiana they don't. Jones? Did oh they yeah, do young, young Indiana Jones. Young, yeah, I think that's on Disney Plus. Yeah. I, I've been marathoning yeah. the movies. 
uh, because I've been hyped Did up the game. Did you rewatch Dial? Uh, not yet. I'm doing them in order. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get the Dial uh, soon. Actually, I'm I'm actually soon because I'm um, I uh, I'm about to start Crystal Skull. Oh, nice. So yes, I'm almost there. I I, I ran through a bunch of because I've been so hyped about the new game. I'm like I'm just I'm in the mood to watch the movies now. So it's I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I think The Rock would be uh, would be a pretty decent uh, television show. I could see them doing an HBO version, one season of The Man Who Would Be King. Oh, that'd be sick! Or it'd be like Showtime or something that no one subscribes to. <laughs> Showtime. <laughs> I mean, I don't subscribe to it, which means no one subscribes to. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I always forget Showtime is a thing. Or Tubi. It would be on Tubi. Oh, for the, if it's on Tubi, then that's. That's the that's the worst place you can be. So it's a uh, it's a TV show of Tarzan's greatest adventures. There you go. <laughs> Which also would be the my second one was a uh, what would be a good Connery 3D ride or theme park ride based on a Connery movie. Oh, um, which Tarzan's greatest greatest adventures might not be. Well, but... th- uh, it's funny you say this. It's funny we're talking about theme parks today because this movie. Which we'll get like Jungle to. Cruise. It's what that was I was gonna say. It reminds <laughs> me of Jungle Cruise. Like, like, have you ever been on Jungle Cruise? No, I it's, haven't been to Disney. Oh, it's it was my, my first time during my honeymoon. So I, I've only, I've only like heard. You had the, sex for the first time on Jungle Cruise? Yes. Um, but uh, I, I've only seen like you know bits and clips of it. So I got to actually go on Jungle Cruise, and I'm like, <clears throat> now I understand the charm of it. It's it's, it's, it's very char a charming little ride. There's always mm-hmm. a, there's always a captain up front telling jokes and stuff like that's their shtick, and there's like these really bad CGI hippos and stuff and all that. Which it, I see all these like CGI uh, like alligators getting wrestled and stuff. I'm like, this reminds me of Jungle Cruise, man. It's like it's a lot it's of CGI. Fun. What are you talking about? Not CGI, but like fake, like animatronic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, I see you. Do you like, think that crocodile is fake? The one he wrestled, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was like looking at it, and like, you could tell by like it was it was a good fake one. It was, mm. it, it was a good one. Like it was because like, mm. you could tell when he flipping the eyes over, you could tell it's like it's like a like, I, I don't I don't know what it was made out of, but like it was, like, it was a good looking uh, crocodile. I was like, holy shit! Like I was I was impressed by that, and then of course, which we'll get into a lot of like you know stitched in. Like clips from yeah, of like just gators and giraffes, gators, and oh man, and probably the most. I'm 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 gonna shit on the audio on this movie a lot today. Oh my god! Because man, I was there was times where I had to pause and be like, I can't listen to this anymore. There's so many like obnoxious like screeches, screeches, and and, like animal animal, noises, like loops, and like life. Second note, my second note, Mario, is looped crying. Yeah. That, that baby crying in the intro is just one long, horrible, annoying, all treble, no bass cry. And it gets looped four times. Oh, my God. It's so oh bad. <sighs> but it's not as bad as what's to come. Oh, there's... There's a lot to talk about here, so let, let's get into it, shall we? Let's go on an adventure together. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was messing with my Zoom there. Yeah, let's go on Tarzan's Greatest Adventure. 
Yeah. Okay. What's your first note, bud? <laughs> oh, wait. Should we get into this? Oh, I. It's forgive us. It's been a, forgive us, folks. It's been a little bit since we've done a, a Connery Curious. We've been out of action for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, well, I was, I, I was going to talk about the Rotten Tomato score. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's no tomato meter for it. Um, but Brightly the audience, so. the audience score uh, is a solid fifty percent. <sighs> Do you agree with that? No. No, do you? Um, I feel like I feel like this movie grew on me as it kept going because I think the first like this movie's like what like an hour twenty minutes, hour twenty eight, um, and like the first like thirty to forty minutes, I'm like, oh, I got right. This is like you know. Okay, but I feel like it started to kind of grow on me as it went. But I don't the think second half is better. I agree. Yeah, I think that towards the end you're like, oh, okay, I'm actually like a little invested. Uh, but I, I wouldn't say much higher than fifty percent. I'd say maybe I'd give it like a sixty something. We can't give our scores yet. Oh no, I'm just saying in general for for the tomato meter. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it gets a six point four on IMDb. So okay. So. Out of, out of uh, uh, 1.4 thousand ratings. Mm. Um, all right, so uh, <clears throat> I'll do the trailer voice. I'll do the trailer voice. Four British villains raid a settlement to obtain explosives for use in a diamond mine. In doing so, they nearly destroy the settlement. And so... Tarzan pursues them to their mine. This summer, uh, uh, Gordon Scott, Anthony Quayle, Sarah Shane, and Sean Connery in Tarzan's Greatest Adventure. What is... This IMDb description sucks. Like and so is switch. So it's so in doing so they nearly destroy the settlement. So and Tarzan pursues them to their mine. Like, <laughs> this is terrible. I mean, there's, yeah, that's the thing. There's uh, the plot of this movie is very simple. Yeah, and could be done very well. Yeah, it's just you know, but yeah, it's, it, there's not much to. It. I'm looking at the plot right now. It's three really quick paragraphs. Um, yeah, we'll just burn through this. So maybe burn through it. Let's just discuss the film because I don't have many notes about it. There's nothing really noteworthy about this film. I feel like a little spoiler ahead. Uh, you know, not nothing too noteworthy about it. But you know, I, I have a couple of key things that we 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 discuss we discuss in every episode. But uh, but yeah, let's let's get into that plot. All right. So maybe we'll just do one paragraph at a time. Cover our notes for that. Move on to the next one because they're me- pretty meaty. Yeah, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> At night, the African village of Mantu is raided for its supply of dynamite. Forgive my pronunciations in any of this, folks. The village doctor and radio operator interrupt the robbery and are fatally shot. Before dying, the operator gasps, Slade! Slade! Over the shortwave radio. The next morning, Tarzan is awakened by drums. I'm sorry, Tarzan is awakened by drums, alerting him to something wrong. Because that's how everyone pronounces it in this movie, is Tarzan. Uh, he departs his treehouse and arrives at Mantu, where a funeral is being held for the fallen villagers. 
A police inspector informs Tarzan of the raid. Tarzan then embarks by canoe to catch an old nemesis named Slade and his gang of raiders. Along the way, a small plane taunts Tarzan with low flyovers. However, the aircraft's engine stalls and it crashes, depositing an American ex-fashion model, Angie, into the river. Unwilling to leave her stranded, Tarzan brings Angie to the hunt. I'm sorry, I had to keep... Yeah, Yeah, you have to say Tarzan... Tarzan. Is. That's how everyone in this movie it's says it. Tarzan. 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 Uh, Governor Tarzan. <laughs> so uh, I recognized your foul stench when I was brought on board. <laughs> oh, we oh, oh. So uh, yeah, my first thing to, to end that uh, sentence there. Did you find Angie annoying? Moderately. Yeah, she's like, you know, I understand that, like, 50s charm, I guess, where it's like, you always got something to say about everything, you know? It's like, it's like, you know, come on, hot shot or whatever, along those lines. And I was kind of like, all right, I, I just found her a little, like, I, I rolled my eyes a lot, you know what I mean? At the end of the film is when she becomes, like, a helpful character. Yeah, I, I, like I once can agree ta- with that. Once Tarzan it becomes injured, then she takes over and it becomes less annoying of a yeah. character and starts being like actually helpful. Like, I will, I will agree with you because so we get one interaction between them at the beginning when Tarzan shows up to the village, but it was like completely unnoteworthy. Like it was there the the whole. We'll get into why this movie made so little of an impact on me. Um, but her first real scene is her f- fucking wasting gasoline, just flying back and forth, fucking what, trying to just annoy Tarzan? Yeah, and I, I couldn't help it. Like, okay, it shouldn't be funny, but man, that plane making contact with the water made me laugh. Oh my god, yeah, the because little model plane. Because it's so, like, brutal and, like... I'm like she survived that number one and two what a dumbass like what are you doing she's like and also around. when she crashes she crashes in a river where the a, a crocodile or alligator one or the other is approaching the fucking plane and she gets out of it Stay in the plane. She's like a fucking pussy galore's flying circus reject or something. Like, <laughs> I was like, are you serious? I'm like, this. I was like, right there. I'm like, oh, this is. I'm like, great. She's gonna be like one of those like, just like cliche like dumb helpless girls. And then you know she proved me wrong towards the end. But I was like, come on, man. Like, like we we only get two uh female uh actors here we got uh sarah shane as angie and we have uh skila gabel did i say her name uh who played tony silla silla gabel silla 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 like priscilla Uh, yeah which which i I was kind of crushing on her a bit i thought she was very beautiful you mean margot robbie and Margot Robbie. Oh, she kind of kind of gives off a little Margot Robbie. I like her character more. Yeah, same. I'm like, uh, she's she, got she, some hard to explore to understand sometimes. But like, you know, I thought she was. I thought she was really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, hard to understand some of her actions sometimes. <laughs> like, like when you're on a boat full of weird, gross dudes, 
and the boat the cabin space of this of the boat is smaller than the square footage of this room and a dude is like trying to sleep on the bed and she's got at the foot of his bed blocking his feet from being comfortable a record player and she's just like dancing awkwardly <laughs> and Slade is leaning on the bed clearly stressed and he's smoking a cigarette and she goes over and takes his cigarette like don't you want to dance or fuck? And like, what is going on here? And what's his However, name? I, I love that scene because what's his name with the glasses? Is that, is that Kruger or whatever? Krieger. Krieger? Cry, no, Krieger. 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 <laughs> is what he gets called. Like, this, when he take, when she takes a cigarette, it like cuts to like, I, I thought it was a freeze frame. It might, be, it might have been a freeze frame of him just like, <laughs> like, like looking at yes, them. yes. <laughs> Am like, I about to see pornography? Yeah, like what's going to go on now? Are man? they about to make it in front of me? <laughs> like, also, oh, on on okay, so Tarzan is Tarzan, Krieger is Krieger. So a couple weeks ago, uh, Nicole had a song on, and I'm like, "Oh, this is really good. Who is this?" And she goes, "Sade," and I instantly went. I inst- I knew who she was talking about. I'm like, Do you mean Shade? She's like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, Shade. That's that's how that's pronounced. It's not it's not Slade. Like, yeah. So what if uh, what if Slade was Slade? Slade. <laughs> we got you now, Slade. He loves killing. That's Slade. Uh, and uh, we so we yes, uh, Tarzan Slade, uh, on Anjai. Oban, Obanion, Krager, Dino, and Tonai. Tonai. Those are our characters. Yeah, what a small cast, man. What a tiny cast for this movie. One, two, three, seven actors, really. Seven main actors. Have we had a cast this small? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, The Offense. Oh, the offense is pretty small, I suppose. Yeah. Too. yeah, we got four main players in that movie: Connery, Bannon, Trevor Howard, and I forget the actress's name who portrays the wife, Vivian Merchant. I'm a little mad that the monkey didn't get any credit in this movie. The monkey was tremendous in this movie. Cheetah. <laughs> That's Dave Cheetah. Hey, Cheetah! You'll have to work better than that. <laughs> It doesn't have no nothing on the Wikipedia page. Do we have anything on the IMDb of who played Cheetah? All cast and crew. I also like how it's a uh, a primate named Cheetah. <laughs> it's like I don't know what to call him. No credit for Cheetah. What is going on here? Nothing in the all cast and crew. He's in the cast. He's in the crew. Ah, uh, hashtag justice for Cheetah. Now, the only thing we could do is uh, credit uh, Ted Derby, who was the animal trainer on set. It was uncredited. Hashtag justice for Cheetah. You know what? I'm going to start a, a, a movement at my local women's group. We're going to be the Cheetah Girls. <laughs> oh, look at this. Okay, uh, t- so Ted Derby uh, jumped into his IMDb real quick. He's known okay. for The Adventures of Superman. He did like okay. four episodes. The cat. He did Lassie, uh, Bewitched. Wait, a cat in Superman? All four episodes? 
Was he a that was was it cat? <laughs> was he a cat? Was, was he, he dressed he, up as a he, cat? He was dressed as a cat. <laughs> like the what is the? Didn't we see a movie where there's a dog that's like? Am I going crazy? That's well. I, it was funny actually. You say that because um, Alicia, uh, my wife, for those who know in the audience. Uh, oh, also happy birthday to to you, Alicia. Oh yes, happy happy belated happy birthday. Belated birthday. Um, so she, we, we were on a uh, she was on a Peter Pan kick. We were like watching like the. Have you ever seen the Peter Pan play? Yes. Yes, and, when I was a kid, I saw it, and I was blown away by the real person flying around. But do you remember the dog in that? No, I only saw it when I was, like, 10. Uh, later on, YouTube, and is okay. it, it's a Peter... I forget which one it do was. Do they put the dog on wires? No, it's... it's oh, a, thank God. It, it's a, it, no, it's it's worse. It's a, it's oh, a, no! It's, it's a giant dog suit, and there's a guy in it. Oh, my God. And so he's just like, it's like, it looks like a dog. And he's just like moving around. He's like, oh, you know, like just like moving around. And it's, it's insane. It's crazy. And I like, oh Alicia's like, oh, I love this place so much. I used to watch it all the time with my grandmother. And I'm laughing the entire time because I see that dog in the background. It's the funniest thing ever. Oh you got to see it, dude. It's crazy. It's okay. insane. Oh my god. Okay, there's there's a few different good examples here and some actually pretty creative ones. That that looks like a real dog. That Hold on. I ha- I have the actual play. Oh it's my pe- god, this? No, it's Peter Pan from 1960. I found it. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to uh it's like an hour long thing. But <laughs> Oh, it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> that laugh right. is amazing. All right, right here. Share screen two. All right, can you see it? All right, you see the people dancing or walking weirdly. Yes, it's a very good production. I, 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 I'll admit that it's a very good production. Great set, great work with like lighting and everything, choreography. But then this dog walks in. It's oh coming. my god! Here he comes. Oh my god! Look at the dog. <laughs> It's a guy oh in a my suit. God. I love it. And look, he's... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is a dirty floor. Yeah, look at him. And he's just like, he's a, like the size of that oh dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, it's just funny to see, like, the background. Like, this dog's just hanging out. <laughs> I'm trying to get a good shot of the dog. Look at him. They put him in the doghouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> and look, you clearly see he's on his knees. Oh, that poor dude. A poor guy. Yeah, hopefully he got uh, paid well. Or woman. Who knows? Whoever was in that suit. Shout out. Jesus. Props to you. Anyways. Um, oh, Anyways, oh, yeah. Actually, real, real quick, speaking of props to you. This is one of the search options that came up, and I think this is very creative. Isn't that creative? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, the dog's name is Nana. Yes. Oh, Nana. Uh, all right, let's get back into uh, tar- Tarzan's. Tarzan, Tarzan's Greatest Adventure. Tarzan's. Okay. Um, I have a note that... 
Okay, so this film was directed by John Gielerman. Uh, now, uh, I looked into his filmography. He directed the 1976 King Kong, Ooh. as well as the 1986 film King Kong Lives. And he directed Sheena, uh, starring um, Tanya Roberts from A View to a Kill. Uh, he also directed Tarzan Goes to India. Oh. Um, starring Jock Mahoney as Tarzan, not Gordon Scott. Um, however, the one that really draws my eye here is 1978's Death on the Nile, which is the sequel to 1974's Murder on the Orient Express. Oh. Starring Peter Ustinoff as... Hercule Poirot. <clears throat> so that's just a note I wanted to share. Nice. And also here, look at this picture of said director because it is so very British. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of Fleming there. Mm. And also, you brought up Boy Meets World earlier. He, he, he ended up passing away in Topanga. Oh, oh, goodness. Anyway. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Yeah, I, I was just about to say that. Wouldn't we all love to? Uh, hey. Uh, oh, this is going to be a problematic episode. So, yeah, let's get that out of the way. Let's get... Yeah, so. let's... I mean, not only because we've been being a bunch of pervs this episode, um, but, uh, yeah, let's talk about... Okay, so um, what what do you have for the first time we see Connery? Because I've got it as four different times. And it only, so, I, I, the only one that doesn't have a question mark is the one that I was definitely certain about. And the one, what I have is 16 seconds, question mark, 38 seconds, question mark, 57 seconds, question mark, and then definitively, 101. What do you got? So because of... Don't, his, don't give it away yet. Don't yeah, give it away yet. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it, but because of his attire and <laughs> how he's of. looking, yeah... When when I first see the opening scroll there and the opening scene, and we see him for the first time, I'm like, wait a second. I rewinded, started the entire movie over again. <laughs> Me too. Me too. And, and like, watched it closely, oh, and I God. put it down as 19 seconds. Oh, God. Uh, uh. Okay, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's about it. I'm not even. This one doesn't even deserve me doing the average, but but the moment where I definitively recognized it being Sean Connery is one minute and one second. Yeah, that's the actual one where I saw him. You see his behind. face clear. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that was him. Let me go back. But there's <laughs> there's something obscuring his face. I will say. And yeah. should we get into that now? Let, yeah, let's just get that over with because we we, we do get a, we have a lot of Connery in this movie. But he's not in it through the whole movie. No. Um, so, like, let, let's let's get through some of the Connery moments in the opening minutes of this film. Yeah, should, should we just rip the Band-Aid off? Let's just do it. Okay, uh, our opening uh, four characters in Slade's band. Um, we first see them. Connery is one of them. They are in full body blackface. Did not see that coming. Nope. 
I did not see that coming. Uh, at first, I thought it was because I'm I'm like they're clearly doing like day for night here. So at first, I thought it was the piss poor day for night job that they were doing. Um, because it just switches back and forth between day and night mm. in in multiple scenes. Um, so I just thought it was the shitty lighting. And then 101 is the definitive moment where you can tell it's Sean Connery and you can tell it's Sean Connery in fucking blackface. But not even just blackface, black body, full full body, black paint. Everything. It's... Uh, Mario, do we want to finish this podcast? Do we want to keep doing it? Like, do we, like, I know the other, I know he doesn't have blackface in the other 25 movies that we've got here. He can't, he can't, he, he can't possibly have, be in blackface in more than one movie. I'll, I'll say this was not on my Connery bingo card. Not at all. This was not, this was not at all. All I was right, you like, gave me. You just gave me a fun idea. Maybe we should do a Connery curious bingo <laughs> event and like have people like like create give up put a list of things, like things that both happen in the movies and don't happen in the movies and be like, "Okay, make to pick, you know, 25 items of these 100 or so items and be like, there's my Connery curious bingo card." And then only the ones that actually happen in the movies come out, and whoever gets bingo, <laughs> Connery bingo. It's like, oh damn! I really thought, I really, really didn't think Connery would be driving a dune, but a, a, a moon buggy through the dunes of Las Vegas. I didn't think that would happen. Then, oh damn! I didn't think Connery would be in blackface. <laughs> one guy in the back corner sees the blackface. He's like. Yes. <laughs> one guy was like, he stands up. He's like, it was actually full body blackface. <laughs> that might as well be the free space. You get me? Like, free space blackface. <laughs> but yeah, I did oh, not. I did, I did not expect that man. At first, I'm like, at first, I'm kind of like, I'm like, maybe they're just. They're just like they got themselves dirty to like blend in with the night or something, and I'm like, nope, because then they even bring it up later when like you know like t- when Tarzan comes to like town or whatever, and they're like you know oh yeah there was a poor that I was uh, four Africans or whatever locals, and I'm like oh yeah confirmed they 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 did it I'm man gonna, I'm gonna bring back this bit they did a race trick <laughs> a race trick. <laughs> This is our first race trick, I think, right? <laughs> this is our first this is our first race trick. It's insane. Yeah, I mean when Connery was a green knight, it wasn't like he was a white guy the whole time. He was really green. <laughs> That's true. Well, when he died he turned white. Maybe oh, he was white all along. Oh. Oh. He died a Caucasian death. <laughs> 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 cancer but yeah but yeah so I, I think that's the more that's the only like real shocking thing about this movie is that first kind of half of like oh okay that's an interesting way to start a film but moving on indeed i'm also going to jump back real quick to the throwaway joke i made that the uh you said the green knight died a very caucasian death and i said cancer um now imagine if after Gawain goes on his year-long journey, he shows up to the Green Knight's mansion or whatever, or lair, and they're like, oh, yeah, he died of leukemia like six months ago. Oh, he, well. 
He, he didn't. He didn't tell anyone he was ill. What? He. Oh, that's why he was walking around asking people to chop his head off. <laughs> he didn't care. He knew he only had six months left. Exactly. He's like, come back and find me in a year. Ha ha ha. Oh, wait. That anyway. Me. I got to cut something because I was. I've been rewatching Indiana Jones. I'm moving on to Crystal Skull, but I remember that movie because at the end, when. Uh, what's his name that, like, the friend that they, they're trying to find? Oh, Mac? Oh, no, uh, Oxley. Oxley, Oxley. Yeah, and John Hurt. And he comes back He comes back to normal, and then, like, you know, Shia LaBeouf's trying to get out, and, like, Indy's like, it's like, just stick around, son. It's going to get dark soon. And then, like, Oxley goes, son, or whatever. And then Indy laughs and says, um... Like somewhere your da- uh your grandfather is laughing, and I want to cut that with, uh, <laughs> with the green Connery night. as a green night laughing. This <laughs> 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 him laughing in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere your grandfather is uh, laughing. Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> oh, beautiful. Okay, yeah, let's move on from the blackface. Yes. Um, can we really move on from the blackface, though? This is going to haunt me. Like, uh, I mean, I got do we, distra- hold, do we hold this against him? No. This is young Connery. This is like, you know, he just, he did whatever that he could do just to get on a, on a movie screen, I'm sure. The, the fun trivia about this movie, um, which I'm sure you found somewhere, was they wanted him to do another Tarzan film? Yes, but he said and he said he couldn't because he had just been hired for some spy movie. Doctor No, <laughs> and like so that that was interesting. So so I mean you know this this I, I don't hold it against him. It's young Connery, just just reading the script. You know it's not like he, it's not like he went to the director like you know I really think it'd be more effective if I was in blackface. You know it's like it's not like he would. <laughs> it was his suggestion, and this, he also you know? probably took it as like, well, it's a day, you know, it's a it's a a month's work. It's gonna pay well, and if I if I kick up a fuss about there being blackface at the beginning, I will probably get fired. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you make? Five thousand bucks on this movie? Yeah, like fifty six hundred dollars like... in nineteen fifty nine. Let's do some inflation. Inflation right. calculator from nineteen fifty nine. Fifty six hundred dollars today is fifty nine grand. Look at that. Yeah, so he probably didn't want to kick up a fuss. Yeah, so he's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm working, bro. So yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna hold it against him because, because uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I think he's okay in this movie. You know, other than that, it's like you know, he, it's very um, different. His accent's very interesting in this movie. It's, it's like just his, it's just his young voice. I don't know. I feel like he's doing something different. It's like it's, I, I couldn't put my finger on it. It was like kind of like. It sounds like him, but like I don't know something very. What's the word? Not cogni, but like just is O'Banion some kind of like literary character? That's also that's who he's playing, O'Banion. Yeah, like like he he, he felt like an Irish guy, like trying to do an Irish thing. Um, 
but I, I couldn't put my finger on it. Something about his voice was like he was actually putting a voice on for something. Hmm. So I don't know if it was like you know, I don't, it, it's very it's it's very different. And then again, it's it's a young Connery, and he was really going going for it. And then you know, as we talk about famously on this podcast, uh, he's very, uh, um, you know, he doesn't really put effort into it. Look at that beard. Mm. Those eyebrows, my goodness. He looks like my dad. Does he? oh yeah, he kind not of, really, but like, like the hair, hair kinda. possibly, yeah, and like yeah, but, or like my cousin. Like I don't know, he looks very familiar. <laughs> you know, I like I like that with this cigarette in his mouth. He looks, Which, he, oh, he looks <laughs> pretty cool in this. Movie, I've got a note on the cigarette in his mouth. Um, uh, Sean loves his roach. Because <laughs> when he's chasing later in the movie, when he's chasing Dino. He's got that fucking little teeny tiny roach in his mouth the whole time. <laughs> anyway, okay, we'll get into that later. He's like, it's a good strain. I'm not going to waste it. Yeah, yeah, I need these. These are the last two hits. How am I going to get to sleep tonight? <laughs> Especially Which, on this little boat. This lady keeps playing records at the foot of my bed. <laughs> Which he seems to love. He was having a good time on that boat. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's. Okay, okay. I want to bring up something. Oh, bring it up. I want to bring up something. Okay, if it was you and me and your wife on a boat and I kept hitting on your wife, would you not beat the shit out of me? Oh, yeah. And toss me off that fucking boat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would (laughs) have. Slade is so tolerant. (laughs) Anyway. Sorry. He's a. Uh, he's like, <laughs> hell, he cares about his killing, man. That's all he yeah. cares about. It's like, yeah, I guess go ahead and fuck Sean Connery. I don't care. I just want to kill Tarzan. Anyway. Um, what else do I have for notes? Uh, yeah, the day for night is terrible. Oh, okay. Um, my first note when we get to. Our, we first see Tarzan. We meet Tarzan in his home. We get the George of the Jungle kind of. I was fully expecting John Cleese as a gorilla. Like time to wake up, Tarzan. <laughs> like I was like I was like wondering now. I'm like because so some sort Tarzan... of Rube Goldberg device makes scrambled eggs. <laughs> what's the what's the quintessential Tarzan movie? Like which like the like from back in the day? Is this I'm like guessing one of the, the first... Disney one. Like the I'm cartoon? guessing if like, yeah, I'm guessing if you were to like say, I'm okay, talking like I'm talking live action, like like the one we get the cliche, uh, Tarzan yell, which is used in like it it's was used, used twice in this. It was used in Octopussy. It was used in uh, was Octopussy that we had. Yep, yep. Bond. Yeah, Octopussy. it's like, but that's not that yell really. <laughs> it's different. So, so I, I have a, I have comicbookresources.com ranking the top ten Tarzan films. You want to go through that? What's what's what's? I, I just want to see what the first like Tarzan movie was. Oh, the fir- the very first one was Tarzan the Ape Man. And what year is that? In thirties or something? Uh, nineteen thirty-two. Okay, so I'm wondering if that is like the the classic. Um, Tarzan. Because I was like wondering if this was because. You know, it's funny because the end, 
the end sequence when when Tarzan is going up against Oh shit. Tarzan of the Apes, nineteen eighteen. Oh gracious. Wow, that's the first Tarzan film ever. Oh wow. Wow. The film is considered the most faithful to the novel of all the film adaptations. Wow. Really? Is there a character named O'Banion? Doesn't look like it. Anyway. But yeah, it looks like we got a, quite a number of Tarzan films. Hmm. But yeah, I was just, oh, I, you know, I was curious if this was like one of the um the quintessential Tarzan flicks because of like the end. It's kind of like it's kind of like a Marvel movie or a James Bond movie. It's like Casino Royale, where it's like you're waiting for him to to do the thing, you know, the, to do the yell and swing on a vine, and he does it at the end of the movie, and it's kind of like that that moment of like, oh man, it's it's finally happening. This is this this is Tarzan, you know. But I was wondering okay. if this was this seems like a, a pretty important Tarzan. It's ranked number four. On on comic book resources list, yeah, it's ranked number four. But look at what's number two: Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes. Look who's playing him: our buddy, our, our buddy from Highlander, Christopher Lambert. Oh yo, those monkeys! Oh are terrifying. yo, yeah, they they also don't look real. <laughs> I don't think they are. I think they're yeah. suits. But like, oh my god! Yeah. And what's number I, one? I want to see this: Tarzan and his mate, nineteen thirty four. Huh, maybe that's the quintessential one. Who knows? First appearance of Tarzan versus the alligator. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Oh. Hmm. I, I want to watch this one. I feel like I've I seen want... this one somewhere. The Greystoke? Yeah. Hmm. I, I can't say I've ever seen this in its entirety. Really? Oh, The it's... Disney one. Oh, what a, what a soundtrack. Phil Collins. I, oh, oh, for sure. I'm surprised this one is this high. On this list, granted, this is only one list, but you know the best Tarzan films. We've got got a few lists here. That what, what does IMDb say? Tarzan and his mate. Wow, there's so Tarzan many of them. and the Slave Girl. Oh Jesus! Wow, this one's on a lot of lists. Yeah, look at that. So yeah, um... top ten Tarzan movies from Watch Mojo. Tarzan and his mate. Jesus Christ! The Are they just cop- copying the same one? Tarzan's Greatest Adventure, number 10. Look at that. Huh. All right. Well, I, we can debate uh, whether that film belongs on... Uh, this film belongs on any of those lists. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, so, I mean... <clears throat> I don't know. I I I think I th- I think for what it was, it was good. Like, it's a very simple... Again, it's a very simple story um, that, you know, you really could fast forward through and you probably wouldn't get lost you know what i mean it was like I one watched of those most things. of this movie at one point one speed and then some at 1.2 speed oh really yeah, it gonna... was, oh it was rough oh boy yeah oh, this movie was rough mario yeah i mean although i i, I did find the ending very exciting that yes that, i that, agree th- that's, that that exchange in the cave it's very every very everything fun. from the spike pit onwards yes um, was watched in normal speed. That, yeah. It was strangely, which is after well, uh, spoilers, Connery is killed. Yeah, we lose Connery. Do, we, do you have a yeah. timestamp for that? What time he died? <clears throat> I do. 5153. 5153, we lose Connery. Yeah, and, and strangely, 
even though he's not the problem of the movie, that's when the movie becomes a little more watchable. Hmm. You know? Um, I think it's because it's more like stakes. We're like, oh, people people are dying now. Now it's like, yeah. you know. Like sneaking uh, onto the boat to get the penicillin. That was tense. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I was like, yeah. what's what's going to happen there? But like, yeah, it's like, you know, Slade is like, he's starting to lose Slade. men. Slade. Slade's starting to lose <laughs> men. And now it's like, oh, it's starting to get really crazy. Then we have that kind of mm. weird, like, the dynamite shtick where like, um, Krieger almost takes out Slade, and mm. then it gets like more tense there. And we're like, "Oh, it's this guy's issue." Now there's dynamite. Little, there's, a little, there's a little weird stuff uh, going on in in there. Um, but yeah, just uh, pretty cool. And but yeah, it kind of ends on a I guess a classic where it's like, "Oh, Tarzan being Tarzan is moving mm. on with protecting the jungle." We'll get to that kind of awesome and then nothing ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so still at the beginning, when uh, he comes to the town, that I wrote Secret Agent Tarzan. Tarzan. Tarzan, excuse me. Got to get that right. Secret Agent Tarzan. You remind me of he's, Batman almost. Yes. He's like so, he's a cop in this movie. Yeah, it's like. Tarzan, it's a- jungle cop. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like Commissioner Gordon called in Tarzan to like come yes. check this out. Yeah, that is totally the vibe I got. Because Tarzan's to... used traditionally is like like he's like a mystery and like nobody. It's like who's this? The the, the, the you know like George of the Jungle. He's like the white ape. He's like this mythical thing that we don't know if he's real or anything. But this one, he's 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 working with the good guys. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's. Secret agent Tarzan, like Secret. he's he's getting. It feels like, like it's a like it's a Bond movie. It's like, oh yeah, it's one of the tropes. Tarzan gets his mission from M. Now now pay attention, Tarzan. This oh, banana it's from, from spits J, out from J from Jungle. Yeah. This 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 banana spits out uh, three rounds. Click for, the pen. One for each times. peel. One for each peel. <laughs> and the the monkey's like his Felix lighter. Yeah, there's there's a, a chase through the through the forest, and he like peels a banana and throws it back, and it <laughs> one enemy trips, and he's got and, and like, what are we doing? I don't know. I'm out of peels. <laughs> out of peels. <laughs> he eats the banana. Uh, then another Bond reference, Doctor Quarrels. Yeah, we had a quarrel in this movie. Uh, well, Quarrels, Doctor Quarrels. Um, we don't see him. He's he's the one that's killed, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, my next note is: uh, Is Connery playing Mike from Action of the Tiger? Just a a drunken lech on a boat. Yeah, right. It's just like his second. <laughs> like he's like he did so well in that movie. Let's get him in Tarzan. <laughs> He'll be a perfect fit. I mean, he survives in Action of the Tiger. True. So maybe maybe he you know he he cleans up his ways a little bit, but he's still, or maybe not. Maybe maybe nothing comes of it. He's like, I I, sh- I drove the boat that got you all out of it. Well, you're still a fucking attempted rapist. Well, so it, get out of it, get it, out of my employee. He's like, it, I'll change my name. My name is Michael Banyan, so I'll just go get another job with my last name. <laughs> At a new uh, new harbor. It was a little reminiscent of 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 Michael because like that scene when 
the boat stops and the guy's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm tying up for the night. I'm not going down here. There's rocks over here. And he gets really excited. And he's like, oh, I'll drive the boat. You know, and he's like, yeah. steering wheel. And I'm like, he's like having flashbacks of actually the tiger. Did I tell you how to rescue some kids <laughs> when I drove a boat? There was a yes, child with a gun. He had a gun on, on him, for God's sakes. <laughs> It was great, and they gave me a gun, and I was, was and then I gave I gave it back to the kids because I think kids <laughs> should have guns. <laughs> Works every time. I'm I'm a likable character in these movies. <laughs> um, we got any news? Uh, news? Do you have any notes? I was about to say I was about to say let him put that in his paper if he has need of news. <laughs> Do you have any notes on on? This Nothing. section of the film? Nothing. Um, okay. Uh, my next note is what time is it? Because the film keeps just jumping back and forth between day and night in the same scene. Um, uh, okay. There's no good geography in any of these shots. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? There's, like, when a scene, a fight scene is happening or... Tarzan is sneaking through the woods or Slade's band is sneaking through the woods. Like, you can never tell where they are in relation to each other. And that's so important for establishing tension. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you can tell they had, like, one strip of jungle that they kind of, like, reused or something. Like, Mm. yeah, yeah, you never know, you know, what they're working with. I mean, what's what's the freaking budget? Budget was uh, 750,000. Yeah. Um... Which and they pull they pull up to the same the, the boat stops three times and each time it stops at the same like strip of rocky river yeah <laughs> yeah so they they shot those boat sequences in one afternoon they're like all right let's park it there let's park it there park it there and the rear um, screen projection looks terrible oh yeah especially like the one that made me laugh is when he's saying goodbye to the monkey he's like you can't come this time and he starts yeah. like, paddling away and it's clearly like a green screen the monkeys is kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> looking around and i was like oh like, uh, you couldn't you could you know but, but some of it looked okay for and and in, in other scenes but like yeah certain things like that were just like blatantly like rough looking imagine if cheetah was a man in a suit and it was the same thing where where gordon scott has to like lift him up onto the dock <laughs> but it's just a man in a suit playing like he has no use of his arms or legs <laughs> uh, anyway um, adorable. What did you think of um, underused? Uh, he oh, should have come mo- and saved the day. He should have saved the day. Yeah, right. If, like when, the, when, when Tarzan's got the thing around his neck, it should have been Cheetah that comes and claws out Slade's eyes you or see, something. You see, you see a banana like boomerang, <laughs> yeah. and then it goes back. It's it's like the lightsaber <laughs> like in Force, Aw- no, Force Awakens when the lightsaber's moving in the snow and Ray oh, catches yeah, yeah. it, but it's the banana and then the monkey catches it. I, I thought you were um, thinking uh, uh, Captain America in Endgame. Oh, with, oh, with, with Thor's with the hammer. hammer. Yeah. <laughs> and the was like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> full, on, full on fight scene with the monkey and Slade. I knew he was worthy. He was worthy. The, he, the monkey like slams the banana down on the concrete, and instead of like thunder coming, lightning coming down, it just mushes the banana. <laughs> It's just raining banana. Yes, yes. Mush banana. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, just one one column of mush banana just crushes oh. Slade. Oh. 
That reminds me of her. I don't even know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Marvel comes down. You got something for me? (laughs) Banana. (laughs) More more bananas. (laughs) (laughs) You got Johnny Weissmuller, or not Johnny Weissmuller, Jesus. Tarzan (laughs) is firing arrows, but they're bananas. <laughs> oh, they would see that if, if this was like Georgia Jungle budget, then they would have done that scene perfectly. Oh. And there would have been a Rube Goldberg machine that makes scrambled eggs. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, what I was getting at is, uh, what did you think? Sorry. What did you think of Gordon Scott as Tarzan? What do I think of Gordon Scott? He's a very handsome man. He's Gordon like, Scott he's is built, very he's, handsome he's and built like very. A, he's like brick a barrel. Yeah, he's like a yeah, fucking he's barrel. Huge. He's very attractive and is a good pick for a man to look like a Tarzan. So he's Tar- been Tarzan. He's in six Tarzans. Yeah, look at all these Tarzan movies. This was his second to last Tarzan. My goodness! So he was like, this was like, he's like the James Bond of Tarzan. Mm. The Sean he's Connery. Like, uh, well, how many did he did? Six, seven, seven, so yeah, six official. Yeah, so, but yeah, so close enough. Yeah, he's he, he's the uh, Gordon Scott. Oh, he died in two thousand seven too. Mm. Look at that! Though. Yeah, he looked like a million bucks, dude. Why not? Share your screen. But I didn't really love him as Tarzan. Uh, like I thought like, he, he's he's too. Not that Tarzan should be dumb in any way. But he's just basically a white guy out in the jungle. Like, he doesn't feel like he grew up in the jungle. He feels like he's been out there on some undercover mission for a month and a half. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's interesting. Cause like, or, yeah, or a year. Because you're, you're expecting, like, you know, me, Tarzan, me, you, Jane, you know, but him, it's just like, you know, so you guys need help with this, uh, this guy um, killing people out there? I, I have a note on that because she, um, uh, Angie says later, like, oh, I, I just fly that plane. I hope it was insured. And Tarzan doesn't immediately goes, go, what does insured mean? You know what I mean? Like, he just rolls with it. Yeah. There's, because you, you, you as the viewer have no doubt in your mind that this Tarzan, he, he sold insurance before he got to the jungle. <laughs> So, that's what I think of of Gordon Scott. What do you think of Gordon Scott? I think I think he's I think he's a great Tarzan. I thought like look wise, but yeah, it's like it's a very different type of Tarzan that I'm accustomed to. But I mean, he must have had some kind of uh, formula here because you know, look at all the Tarzan movies he did. You know, he uh, up till the '60s. The last one he did was in... Yeah, 1960, Tarzan, Tarzan the Magnificent. Yeah, then he did, like, he was Hercules. Oh, and uh, Scott's successor in the Tarzan role, Jock Mahoney, played the villain Oh. in Tarzan the Magnificent. Well, that's got to be interesting. You go from playing Tarzan's nemesis. Imagine, oh my God, that would be like if Rami Malek was cast as Bond next. Yeah, right? Right? Like, like listen to some of these, like, so... These characters, so Tarzan, Tarzan, Tarzan. Uh, he was Julius Caesar in Queen for Caesar. He was Zorro in Zorro and the Three Musketeers. He was mm. Goliath in Goliath and the Rebel Slave. 
Uh, so Ugh, problematic title, but like, but and, and he was Hercules in Hercules and the Prince of Troy. So he was like, I guess the guy back then of like mm. these uh, kind of like the. Um, I don't know, if you go could, to his Wikipedia page, it's him as Hercules. Would you compare him to fiction. like like if we compare him to like a guy nowadays? Would he be like like is he like? Schwarzenegger, like or no, like God, Sly, no. like what's, um, like 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 he's no, like, he's need, he's like he's like like, um, like, we need, like we need a muscle guy that like he, looks he's like the part. Okay, what what are those cheap garbage action films that go to like? They're made for people that have no taste in movies. You know what I'm saying? Like just like um, like. Like the stuff that Bruce Willis was doing for not not because he wanted to do that, but they were just like because he's got aphasia and such, and he's been shoring up his financial stock for his family. I guess he was doing these garbage garbage action films with like you'd get him for like three days maximum, and you'd pay him three million dollars, hmm. and he would come and give your movie some clout. But he was he's was declining. You know what I'm trying to t- you know what I'm trying to say like those garbage action films. Yeah, I feel I'm, like I'm that's thinking, more. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of like of what like what like those like uh those commando movies. Kind of like I love the guy to death, but like you know Steve Austin had a lot of those kind of movies. These kind of throwaway yeah. like Commando and stuff yeah. like that. Not Commando or, or, or something se- like that. sequels to movies that are su- like vaguely successful. Yeah, like, like the ones that like um I think John Cena used to do movies. They were like, yeah, the, like Shooter Two, like oh, the Marine, the yeah. Marine movies. Then the Miz took over, who was another wrestler. Like those kind of movies that, like, you didn't even know they came out because they went straight to DVD or whatever. Yeah, they're for you know? nobody. Yeah. They're for they're for they're for people that don't care what they watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so I so I mean so, maybe maybe I'm being reductive. Do you like those kind of films? I mean, if I want to like turn my brain off, maybe like it depends. Like, I I, I like good. Like I I I've, I think I've said it before on the show. I I like the Fast and Furious movies. I know we were talking about them, but like, the ride is terrible. But like, I like them because you can kind of like turn your brain off, and they're like. This but those is are dumb. different. Those have like budget and thought behind them to some degree. To some degree, I mean, you know what I mean. I, and they they don't go straight to DVD. Yeah, I'm not saying they're true. intelligent cinema, but. Yeah, but, but there's like a like, level to them yeah, where yeah. So like uh, yeah, but if I see a movie that's like you know I've never really seen those John Cena movies, but like you know something like you know if it has a has a big enough star power like again Asylum like this, films like yeah it's like the Steve Austin movies they're not really that great he's not he's not an actor it's just him like you know I'm just here to shoot things up what you know and yeah. that's it I got a daughter yeah but like and I'll I'll watch those because I like the guy but um. But yeah, it's like you know. But that's the, yeah. But going back to Gordon Scott, that's that's why I feel like he he was that back then because other than that, there's nothing of big note with him. I would have preferred like, Gordon Ramsay as Tarzan. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> These bananas are fucking raw. Well, go back to the kitchen, cheetah. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, he's, so he's just like you're kind of generic. We need like a muscle man. And which is fine, you know. I think he looks good, but like he, his his performance didn't like woo me, you know. No, God no, at all. But no, 
you know, but yeah, I was curious about what you thought about uh, him as a as, as a Tarzan, and like you know, maybe we'll have to compare uh, of the Tarzan actors that I've seen. You know, uh, he's definitely not the most notable one. I really want to see Christopher Lambert. I heard that movie's good. I've I've. Do you want to watch it together? Yeah, at some point we can watch it. Yeah, that, I'd be interested in watch. I also want to see the one with was it Alexander Skarsgård that came out a couple and Margot Robbie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out a couple years ago. Which one's that? That's, right. Uh, am, am Margot right? Robbie. Which one's that? Legend of Tarzan. Two, Legend of Tarzan. Twenty sixteen. Tarzan films. Yeah, Skarsgård, wow. Samuel so Jackson, many. Margot Robbie, Christoph Waltz. Um, wow, yeah. I definitely want to watch this. Was it, was it well received? It's on Netflix, apparently. Oh, uh, 35%, but some eh, it's Rotten Tomatoes. 6 po- 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Huh. I, I'm, I, I'd like to watch it. Oh, yeah. you know who it's directed by? David Yates. Oh. Who did the last, what, five or six Harry Potter films? Yep. Um, now, also, look at, uh, I'm just going to share my screen here, the Wikipedia article for list of Tarzan films. Just all of them that just begin with T. <laughs> all, of them, all of them Tarzan except for Too Funny Tarzan is a 1937 <laughs> Hindi action adventure film. Too that funny. does not look like a good screenshot. That looks terrible. It looks like something bad is about to happen. Oh my! John Kawas. What? John? What? Starring what? Who is what? Tarzan as John Kawas? What? All right. Anyway. Interesting. I really want to see this Greystoke film. Yeah, let's. Uh, we gotta put that. Up. Hugh yeah. Hudson. What has Hugh Hudson done? I'm sorry, I'm digging too too many tabs. Wait, he did an apes film? Oh no, that pl- Lord of the Apes. Never mind. Yeah, I really want to watch this. Andy McDowell, Ian Holm. Damn. Okay. Hmm. All right. I'm sorry. I'm I'm rambling. Let's continue with the plot of this movie. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Slade and his quartet of thieves are just miles in front, traveling by riverboat. Their destination is a secret diamond mine, where they will use the stolen dynamite for excavating the gems. When their riverboat malfunctions, the thieves begin to quarrel among themselves. Eventually, one of them leaves the boat and is later stuck in quicksand and drowns. Another dies when Tarzan, who is now caught up with the raiders, nails him with a bow and arrow. However, Tarzan is injured, requiring Angie to tend to his wounds. She attempts to steal medical supplies from Slade's boat, but is captured. Slade uses her to lure Tarzan into a trap, but the plot fails, costing another, costing the life of another Slade accomplice. This leaves only Slade and his one uh, surviving ally, an ex-Nazi named Krieger. Kriegers. Any, um, any notes on that section? I got, I'm telling you, man, I got nothing. Just, just finish it out? All right. Yeah. There is no honor among these thieves, as Krieger demonstrates when he tries to kill Slade after they reach the mine. All right, I'm, I'm ditching the name. Slade re- retaliates against Krieger, who offers him all the diamonds he's collected if he lets him go. Unmoved, Slade kills Krieger. 
back on the river, Tarzan is nursed back to health by Angie. He re- continues his quest to capture Slade, much to his much to her displeasure. Tarzan thanks Angie for her help and swings away for a final confrontation with Slade. High atop a river bluff, high atop a river bluff, Slade files river shots at Tarzan, who reaches him despite this. At first, Slade gets the upper hand by lassoing Tarzan with a wire noose. However, Tarzan's strength and endurance win out, and he pushes Slade over the cliff onto the rocks below. He then travels back up river to Montu and his treehouse. The end. All right, let's cover everything we got to say about this movie. Um, um, okay, the diamonds are like infinity stones. Um, where do they all sleep on the boat? Uh, Dino Chase. Okay, Sean Connery's a dick. Mm. He he steals Dino's locket and then chases him into the woods like a weirdo. And then Dino gets attacked by a lion? The lion, yeah. Gets like ripped up and shit. Falls into quicksand and dies. And there's a pretty gruesome image of the hand sticking out of the quicksand. I actually, it, 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 it reminded me of the last film we uh, covered, uh, Making Mud Pies, 007. Yes, yes. Okay, I had, uh, I have a bunch of screenshots, and I knew I had a screenshot of that for a reason. Open with. There we go. Yes, okay, so I, I have some screenshots. Um, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh, d- yes, I forgot to mention this note. Um, swimming Tarzan looks like Ron DeSantis. <laughs> I can see it. Um, uh, to just causes and rebellions. And Krieger says, what do you know of just causes? And Connery says, well, I'm going to be in a movie called Just Cause with Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Um, uh, Dino here looks like Skinny Pete from Breaking Bad <laughs> and S- Slade kind of looks like William Peterson from CSI he also kind of looks like um, uh, what's his name um, Dino uh, a little bit like Flea from the Chili Peppers he does look like Flea yeah especially in like, and- the Back to the Future era and Tony here looks like a a fake Barbie doll. Like, she doesn't look like a real human being. Yeah, she's in, like... In this shot specifically. Is she just a supermodel, or was she actually an actress? Yeah, look. Um, let me look at my guy right here. Let's see. Scylla Ga- Gabell, uh, an ta- Italian film, television, and stage actress. Okay. As Sophie Entered the cinema industry as Sophia Loren's body double. Oh. Wow. Huh. Um, okay, uh, what other screenshots do I have here? Here's the fake plane crashing into the water. <laughs> Clearly, like, one of those, like, small very, ones. Very tiny. That's, that's a puddle it's in right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, that is that is that is full-size grass around it. <laughs> but, like, um, but look at that, though. Like, you look at that, and you're like, there's no way that one would have survived that plane if that was a real plane crash. Oh, yeah, she would have been killed. Uh, why do I have this? I can't even see this. <coughs> Uh, I don't know why I have that. Okay, uh, there's Connery's awkward comb-over for his <laughs> already f- um, losing his hair. His, but his, his, like, super, like, tan skin and, like, 
we glistening call that, white uh, teeth. The Trump look. <laughs> yeah, he's got the orange look going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, here it is. Making mud pies, 007. That's pretty horrifying. Oh, that yeah. is a horrifying way to go. One, to be mauled by a lion, and then to be sucked in by quicksand. That is pretty horrifying. Although, I mean, I feel like quicksand has always been pretty uh, hyped up in movies. And, you know, how many people have actually been taken out by a quicksand? Well, you're about to watch a film where someone almost does. Right? Mm. Crystal Skull. Yeah. and Oh, yeah, and it gets pulled up by the snake. Say it's a rope. Yeah, that's a good scene. That's a great scene. <laughs> the more I think about it, man, I think, I think, I think Crystal Skull is They're like, good. Why? why? Why do we say it's a yeah, rope? Just say like, it's a rope. Just say it's a rope. <laughs> they pull him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some good stuff in that movie. Yeah. Uh, there's like, uh, from my, I, I always. The motorcycle chase. I love the motorcycle chase. I love when he, I love when he slides into the library and the student's there. It's like, you got to get out of the library. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole. I, I think the only thing that is, it's just the alien thing, man. The aliens just look super cheesy. And when the flying saucer takes off, I remember me and my friend uh, Samuel. Shout to Samuel. I hope you're doing well. I haven't seen you in a while. L. Jackson. Yes, me and Samuel. Motherfucker, those aliens, motherfucking all the time. Uh, but what is I, this fucking Star Wars? But I remember the whole time we were enjoying ourselves. But I remember this when that flying saucer flew away. We both, we both like like perfectly timing looked at each other and looked back at the screen. We both were kind of like really put off by that. I know <laughs> I know Indiana Jones always has like kind of mythical aspects about it, but like it just we're like wait, was that 2008? 2007 that came yeah, out? Yeah, 2008. Um, and we're like, we could do better than this. You know what I mean? We were just like, it just that the alien just really threw me off. But I think now I'm thinking about it. I think it's a pretty good Indiana Jones flick. Yeah, there's there's fun stuff, and honestly, like it, there's enough fun stuff in it. To I, I feel like it's a fifty fifty split of fun stuff. Like the jungle chase doesn't work. Yeah, like, I'm not the, nuts the, about like it. Like the chase with the jeeps to jump on the jeeps yeah. and stuff. Like and it, like the it big feels like, big machine that's like chewing up the trees. It feels like a video game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And the ants as like a villain device. I don't like that. It wasn't. It was fine, but and the yeah, it definitely when they fall off a cliff and survive, that's when the movie falls off a cliff. Yes, I can agree with you know that. What I mean that that's when it it really like kind of doesn't redeem itself. Then you get the thing of like, how long are those dudes waiting in the walls of the cave? And I know it's really just supposed to be a ride, but it becomes too hard to ignore the logistics of the ride. Where the rest of the Indiana Jones films, I feel like the logistics are like not even secondary; they're like fourth or fifth in the list of your cares. Yeah. Like when you're watching Temple, of, when I'm watching Temple of Doom, like it's always in my mind of like the minecart would not be a fucking roller coaster, but that is so far removed. Up front is just me having a good time. Yeah. I'm having a blast, and I feel like once that jungle sequence happens and they fall off a cliff literally that's when the the logistics become too much for me to enjoy the film like okay they just fell like six different cliffs they all would have died yeah okay now there's dudes waiting in the walls how long have they been waiting there for okay now there's these aliens 
how is like it's a lot it's it's those three or four things that like stack on top of each other and it it becomes a little too much for me to just just turn my brain off and enjoy yeah whereas i think upon i haven't rewatched it yet but rethinking about it in my mind um the ending of uh, Dial of Destiny was a little more fun than the ending of Crystal Skull. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I, can totally I feel agree like with that. the first half of Crystal Skull was was fun, and the second half of Dial of Destiny was fun. And you put them together, and you got a great Indiana Jones film, and you got two halves that make an okay Indiana Jones film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I have watched Dial of Destiny a total of three times now. Oh really? Um, yeah. I haven't rewatched it yet. Yeah, because I watched it because my. My brother-in-law wanted to see it, so I was like, "I'll watch it with you," and hmm. uh, um, and he enjoyed it. So he, he was like, kind of like he he did the same thing that that we did when we saw it together when there when the plane is going through the, the portal or whatever, and we were both kind of like, "Are they going?" Yes, they are, and I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen the film yet, um, but. Turn it right off and go see it in the Andrew Jones flick, man. It's it's good. The it's... the moment when Indy goes, uh, was it Archimedes didn't factor in continental drift. You're not going back to uh, the 1940s. Like as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, we're in for an interesting ending. This is going to be fun. Yeah. And it was, and it was very yeah. fun. I'm so glad we got to enjoy that in IMAX. Mm. That was one I was really happy that I got to enjoy, even though, like, at the beginning, man, I was just talking about this on, on the Friggin' Nerds podcast. Uh, the opening sequence would have been way better if Troy Baker did the voice of Indy, who is, he's doing the voice for Indy in the game. He sounds just like young Harrison Ford, and it would have been flawless. Instead of hearing old Harrison in young Harrison's body. Yeah, that was... But it would also sounded weird hearing somebody else's voice coming out of Harrison Ford's but face. He, but he sounds just like him. Like the, 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 the game, man, that's, it's, it's, yeah. that's what it is. It's young, it's young Harrison Ford and yeah. Andrews, but Troy Baker's doing it. And I'm like, that sounds perfect to me. Whoever's doing uh, Denholm Elliott's voice is very good as well. Yeah, like I'm... I'm <laughs> and I'm hoping... Uh, John Reese Davies comes back as, as Sala because he could. I think he sounds fine, old. I don't care. Like, mm. okay, I thought he was hey, fine in the movie. You know what? I never realized. I mean, I realized it, but it just never hit me, and maybe I never brought it up. In Sword of the Valiant, you've got Ronald Lacey playing the son of the king, played by John Reese Davies. They were both in Raiders. Yeah. Right. Oh man. <laughs> Anyway, two years earlier, they were both in fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, man. Anyway. A lot of Indiana Jones uh, alumni there. But, sorry. But and, yeah. then Steven, and, then, and then Connery would later go on to work with Spielberg for another Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Anyway, look at that. It's all connected. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to play that game. I'll have to come over to your house to play it because I'm not, not getting a game in PC or an Xbox. Mm. So. Okay, the Kabuchi people. Um, are our only actors of color really in this film besides the ones that are killed at the beginning and they get no they don't say anything and they don't do anything they just find a sleeping 
Tarzan gather around. I just assu- and- I assume they were gonna like help him in the final act or something like an Avengers moment, but like yeah, they just but he kinda- just scares them off. Yeah, and like the, the, there was no need for that scene in my opinion. Mm. Well, my note on them is that every time they're quote unquote around, we hear the Ewok flutes. Oh, do, do we? <laughs> yeah, it's basically like the same Ewok flute that we hear in Return of the Jedi. We get Connery's death at 5153. Uh, oh, when they're swinging over the pit of alligators, that swing sucks. Oh, they, yeah. Like, they just crash into the ground. And they're laying there, like, just on the edge of the lake full of alligators. And they're, like, looking at each other romantically. And it's a little weird. Like, get up and move. Um, I like the spike trip, spike pit trap. I like, I like the angle they gave us. I was kind of hoping we get to look down and see something, but they probably didn't have any practical effects for that. Yeah, it's a nice look up. I like that. That was yeah. it was very subtle. Uh, d- just enough to show you she's down and she got hit by by the needle. So I like mm. I liked it. Um, I took screenshots of this because Tarzan is going like, okay, the river goes here, and we'll head him off here. Well, do you see any lines that he's drawing? Barely. Yes, exactly. That I just had to make a note of that. Uh, take take screenshots of that because he's make he's drawing a diagram in the sand, except he draws nothing. Uh, that's a one take shot, if ever there was one. Um, Look at that! Uh, and the hand, handle of that knife is like digging into his side. You see that shit? Yeah. That looks that looks uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. The the holster. Yeah, look at that! It's like ugh. ugh. Right in him. Um. But I'm still the same girl who's flying Sanchez's plane. And yeah, that's never, in, in 19- never again. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'll be flying Sanchez's plane in 1989's License to Kill. There you go. Um, okay, yeah, this is this scene. Uh, maybe I have. Awkward kiss. Cut right before the kiss, and she looks so unhappy about what's about to happen. Um, I thought that was super weird and uncomfortable. And Very. then they just cut. You don't see any kiss at all. You just cut. He just pulls her head out of frame. Very uncomfortable. Um, this moment when he climbs oh, out of so the cool. pit. Oh, so cool. Yes. This was, this was when the movie started to gain some momentum for me. That was very, very tense when he climbs up out of the pit. Though I did screenshot this moment particularly because as he gets back up on his feet, he comes so close to falling back down behind. Yeah, right. His... <laughs> Imagine he fell down. He looked behind him. He's like, "Oh, weird. Thought I heard oh, no something." One... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some wind. <laughs> um, I do love that trope of like he he can just sense that he's behind him because he's not really making any noise. But this, yeah, that classic movie trope of like. I sense somebody behind me. Oh, no, he's back. Mm. And then he pulls a uh, another movie trope. This is Sparta! Oh, yeah. And, long- and kicks Ooh. him down the hole. Oh, this man. is Slade! <laughs> <laughs> I do like... This This is when the fights start to get good, because this is a pretty brutal fight. He smashes the guy's glasses. Yeah. And, like... The guy reaches for him and is like pitiful to find there's no glass left in him, and then just 
he's oh, please just take the diamonds and he tosses them down the fucking pit. It's good. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, so they've kissed and presumably y- you guess they've probably had sex. And then the next thing he's like, goodbye. Uh, she's like, are you going to come to town? Are you going to stay? And he's like, no. Goodbye, Angie. Here's some cab fare. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a jungle cab and the monkey's driving it. They have little... Yeah. He hands her some pebbles and a leaf. <laughs> Where to, madam? And the other monkey's like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> it's Cheetah. Oh, Cheetah. Um, then, then we get at this. There's some good cinematography here in the fight. Um, and there's some good moments in. Uh, oh, the, okay. This is the last screenshot I have. Um, so I'll just cover this last screenshot. So after the fight. Tarzan goes and washes his face off in the river and then like you see he sees his reflection. So in the in the pilot episode of The Incredible Hulk, so I want to cut that scene where Tarzan is washing his face with this scene here. So cuz he, <laughs> he he looks back at his face and he's like all happy with himself. He's all proud that he's accomplished the job and cleaned his his face off successfully. <laughs> this is the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, and then this, this transformation happens. <laughs> Which also, what a good way to do a Hulk transformation by having the ripples in the water do it, you know? Yeah. Also, have you try. ever have you ever watched this uh pilot episode of the television series? If I have, it was years ago. I used to watch the show all the time. It used to, used to air on uh, TV land. Mm. It's a, yeah, that's how I first discovered it. My father taped some episodes off of, off of TV land for me. Um, but yeah, the first episode is a 90-minute movie. It's really, really, really good. Mm. I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. Like, emotionally, the stakes are phenomenal. It's a really touching film. And it's really charming mm. in its in its Hulk in the way they get around things like you know having a transformation be through the ripples of a wa- of the reflections in the water. Right. Um, and one last note on that: there's one shot in the movie where Richard Keel, who plays Jaws in the Bond films, he is the Hulk in one shot of this film because they did a day of shooting with him, but they didn't like the footage they got. But there's one shot that remains of Richard Keel as the Hulk. Whoa. Yeah. That, that would and make it, sense. Him as the Hulk would have been cool. It's a long shot, so it's like far enough away that you can't really tell it's him. Yeah. But he just he was big. He just wasn't very muscular. Mm. Like he, he was, but it, it wasn't like all muscle, you know, whereas Lou Ferrigno was. Um, okay. My final note on Tarzan's Greatest Adventure is the fight between Slade and Tarzan is awesome. Mm. All of it's awesome. Yeah, all the build of him like shooting on the ground and him dodging the bullets to him getting up there and like getting strangled. So I'm like waiting for that because they because he teases that like that that strangle noose. noose gimmick. Uh, so I'm like, you know, it's it's like seeing a, a gadget in a Bond movie. Like it's gonna that's gonna be used mm-hmm. in some capacity, and it was, and it was like it was pretty pretty crazy. 
Uh, but yeah, yeah, for a tr tremendous fight scene, I thought too. Probably one of the best in the, in the film. And but yeah, it just does kind of just end, and we get that that kind of Godzilla roar at the end, and he just, <laughs> and he runs. I'm gonna off. make I'm gonna make that happen. I'm gonna punch those <laughs> in together of Tarzan going to roar, and it's like it's a Godzilla roar. It's like Godzilla versus Kong. It's like it's like after Kong goes down, he goes ye he just yells. And that's the end of the movie. It's just crazy. So yeah, so and yeah, because like he sees the boat taken off, he's looking at it, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'll go I'm home done. now." And you should cut him walking away. Put the end credits of the Hulk show. Oh my god! Of him hitchhiking at the end. Oh yeah, that's good. Except he's running away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's running. So it's sped up dun, the dun, music. Dun, so. dun. <laughs> oh, speed up the music. So yeah, that was my last note was that the fight was pretty good. Oh, oh, my real last note is that the use of a cactus as a weapon is awesome. Oh, yes. That's some great improv. <laughs> anyway, yeah. but also that must have really hurt. Oh, I'm sure to both to both people. Like, if you like, good idea to use a cactus as a weapon if you're wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he's but no one's wearing gloves. Um, also, pretty impressive to go back to Gordon Scott. Pretty impressive the amount of stunts done with no shoes. For yeah, that guy. right. Oh my god! And the whole end fight is up on that the top of those rocks. Probably the dude super, is not pro wearing shoes. It's probably hot and, and like yeah. spiky. Like, and yes, oof. So kudos and you risk to him. Slipping. Man. So hey, man, he he was used to abandoning all, all these Tarzan flicks. This was like this was this was number another, five. Another day at the office, man. So he was used to it. All right, that covers it for me. How about all you? Right. Yeah, I think that covers it for Tarzan's greatest adventure. So I guess that makes us. Uh, uh, brings us, sorry. Let me start that again. It, it forces uh, us at gunpoint to do the forces, ratings. To do the ratings, man. Of course, we're after our... Uh, we should start over again. I guess forces that was... us uh, at bow and arrow point. So that was Tarzan's Greatest Adventure from 1959. Uh, after our discussion, of course, you guys at home know we go into our big old ratings for the film. But not just the film. We're also going to rate Sean Connery's performance. Uh, if the SHs, the sexy rating, and... The score of the film. Did I miss anything? The score of the score. The score of the score. Did you say that? Yeah, I think I said that. Yeah. That sounds like everything. That's yeah. everything. It's been a while. It's been a while it since we've done been. this. So uh, let's get let's get into it with the uh, the the S the SHs first. All right, let me pull up the document and share the screen. Okay. Tarzan's greatest adventure. Mario, you want to rate the SH first? Or you want me to do it? I'll go first. Uh yeah, it's 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 kind of there, but it kind of is not. It's a young Connery. Uh I would say it's at like a two. Really? It's not okay. that it's not that crazy. Well, I'll punch in a couple of lines here. Yeah, sure, we're safe, all right. You can't even see this guy. What's this born out of bed, eh? Uh, now we're gonna have some real music. Well, let's have a dance. You know, I never liked that guy from the start. And he's done nothing to change my opinion. Come on. I'll give you a 
give you a lesson on how to shoot. I'm gonna give him like the O Banyan, like the O in his name. I'm gonna give him a big O zero Ooh, okay. on the SH. I didn't hear not one S get H'd in this movie. There's a couple. I think it was like uh, it, it was it, there was a couple of words that that hit me, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. But it's just like. Because his first, we even cover his first line. His first line in this movie. Oh yeah, is, we didn't. Uh, I have it. Is all you, you could do, do is die. die. Idiot. And I felt. Like I, I like heard that it. line. That's a good line. Yeah, but, but I felt like I, I, I might have, uh, might have heard it there. So maybe that's why I gave it the, the, the little hmm. two. Okay. Well, either way, it balances out to a one, which I feel feel is a fair rating for his sh. Uh, so we move on to the sexy. What are you giving it? Whew. This film has some has a little bit of sexiness to it. I don't know. What, I don't know about you, but uh, I, th- I think Gordon Scott looks like a million bucks again. I was I, I was kind of I was kind of uh, uh, f- uh, liking uh, Tony there. I was kind of crushing on her a little bit. She was yeah. Uh, she, was, she had a Margot Robbie vibe going. Yeah, I love I love that old Maybe school that's what- kind of vibe. That picture where it says she doesn't look like a real person, she looks like a Barbie. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. There it is. So, um, so I, yeah, I think I think this does have a little bit of sexiness, but it's not really a sexy film. It's just like you know, it's a it's a junk, it's a Tarzan movie. You know, uh, I mean, uh, traditionally is Tarzan a little sexy, sure, um, but again, like the chemistry is not really there for those two actors uh, with Tarzan and. Um, uh, I forget her name. Angie. 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 Um, you know, the awkward kiss and all that. And it's just like, n- at no point in this film do I feel like they're going to get it on or anything. It just it doesn't feel like it's that sexy. So I think just for that, I think I'll just stick at, at a like a seven. I think a seven is like average. Uh, there's a lot of sexy people in this, but not a lot of sex. This was her last film, Sarah Shane. This was her last film. Really? Yes. Good on. Sorry, sorry. I just had to note that. Okay, so you're giving it a seven on the sexiness. Yeah, a sexy seven. Oh, she did a lot of TV after. But it doesn't even look like that much TV. Up till six from 1960 to 1964. Yeah, only only a uh, couple of episodes. Yeah. Cumulatively nine episodes of TV. Yeah. Oh wait, no. uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I think it was one, five. two, three, five. four. Yeah, just five. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, not, not a huge body of work. Um, sorry, that was, I was just curious about that. Yeah. Curious about what, what some of these other actors... Jesus Christ. Uh, th- this is the guy who played Krieger. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and then Al Mulock. Whoa. Once Upon a Time in the West with... Uh, um, that's oh. a Sergio Leone film. Nice. Oh, he's in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly as the one-armed bounty hunter. Oh, okay. Holy shit. Oh, look at that. Huh. Wow, this movie just got more notable. Hmm. And then, hmm, this actor, what has he gone on to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so giving it a seven in the sexiness. Yeah, I gave it like an average seven, sure. You're very kind. I gave this movie a 3.5. Really? Okay. Yeah, and it's not even because, like, I, Gordon Scott's really hot. S- hot Scott. Hot Scott. I'm, ho- I'm hot for Scott. 
Um, I'm, uh, um, That'd be a fun t-shirt. Hot for Scott. Hot for Scott. You going to make it? Yeah, I should. With, with uh, Gordon Scott as, uh, A picture of Gordon Scott, like, on, on the mountain. As Tarzan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I'm definitely, um, uh, I, I go pale for quail. I, um, <laughs> I'm in pain for Shane. No, that doesn't really work. I'm uh, I'm I'm definitely able for Gable. I tell Ooh. you that. Um, I, I they call me a Scylla Filla. Hey, all right, <laughs> I'm done. Um, they're all very pretty, but I, I I don't know this. The aesthetic of this movie is not attractive, and I'm gonna say to to carry the sexiness of Connery, who looks very good in this movie except for his Trump colors there, the, the spray tan that he's got, and then the, uh, the spray tan that he's got at the beginning of the movie. That's, um, that's really hard to get over. Yeah, a little roughskies. Yeah, I think the black face of this movie really knocked the sexiness down for me. Okay. Even, even though there's a lot of sexy actors in this film, and they are attractive. Um, and then you add in like that awkward, horribly awkward kiss that gets cut, where he's like grabbing her head and yanking it in- out of the frame, um, like not not sexy, you know. And then the moment where you know uh, uh, Tony is dancing and she like tries to take, she takes Slade's cigarette, like oh, don't you want to be naughty? Like it's not sexy, mm. you know. Gesundheit, Gesundheit. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my rating is a three point five on the sexiness, which gives us an average of five and a quarter. All right, all right. Let's go to the musical score, Mario. I don't remember a shit about the music in this movie. Uh, Neither do I. So for that, I'm gonna give it like a. Uh, I, I think there was music in it. So I'll there give definitely it a, was music. So I'll I brought give, up the Ewok flutes. Yeah, so I'll give. I, I'm gonna give like a 1.5. I'm like, there's nothing uh, remarkable about this score at all. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. Because it hits those basic like, you know, bongo drums and big brash orchestration, and then I think the Ewok flute really just lifted it a bit for me. You know. Mm, okay. The Kabuchi flute. So. So an average of 1.75 for the musical score. All right, what are we doing first? The film rating or the Sean rating? Uh, film first. Okay. Me first, you first. You go first. Okay. Uh, I, mm, I'm going to give this film a 1.5, Mario. Really? Really. I did not like this movie. Um, in fact. Sorry about that. Oh, I'm falling out of my chair. Um, I do have one note uh, on this list that just says, I hate this. Yeah. Uh, this this was a painful experience to watch. I did not care for the... Um, uh, vibe? I didn't care for the shoddy filmmaking at points. The day for night is all over the place. The... You can't tell the timing. Like this movie had the the story has a lot of potential. You could have done it really, really well, but I feel like it just wasn't. Um, however, everything after the um, booby trap pit 
that's when things get good. The, when, once Angie has to steal the penicillin, that's when things get good, but it's not good enough to raise it any higher for me because Tarzan, I still don't like Tarzan. Like he's Gordon Scott is fine in the role. He does a good job, but it's so boring. Tarzan is so boring. Do you ever think the most boring part of a Tarzan movie would be Tarzan? Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's my opinion. One point five. This was really painful. The end fight was good. The you know the pit scene was good, but they didn't save the movie for me by any means, and I'll probably never watch this again. Except to do, you know do a little bit of editing for this that mm. I'll, I'll do. How about you? So yeah, I I kind of agree with you on that. Where it was kind of a painful watch, and and you have COVID. I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. This was insane. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I I think uh, so. Yeah, I think it's a, it, it was definitely a hard watch. But I'm gonna give it a little bit of uh, credit for. Um, I think some shots were pretty exciting. There's a couple of like angles that I were I was really into. Um, I agree with that. And just uh just and and the use of uh just I don't know, the cer- certain uh, camera angles with the fight scenes and all that. So I mm. think for that I think I think I'm going to give it like a 5. I think it's like a nice right in the middle. Of, I think I'm, I would probably like go crazy to rewatch. But, um, give it a five. I think I think a, a solid five is like right there. Being much more generous to it than I am. Yeah. Uh, a three point two five is its average rating. Do you think you'll ever watch it again? Probably not. Like you know, it would depend. You know, if we're ever talking about like more Tarzan movies, I might like. If I'm in a conversation with somebody about Tarzan, I'd be like, "Hey, check out this one, maybe, just to see what you think." If you haven't really? seen it. You'd recommend it? I think I, I think if if you're like a fan of Tarzan bars, um, if you're a tar, yeah, tar fan, tar fan, if you're a tar fan, then I would say yeah, maybe check this out. It's like you know being a Godzilla fan. You got to check out the, all the old ones too. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, so I, I think this is one that's like worth worth at least one watch, maybe not two watches or three watches. But, I'd be interested in a remake of this. Because sure. the story is good. It's like small stakes, but big enough, like, people's lives are on the line. So it needs to be dealt with. Yeah. Know? Like, I don't know. It, or innocent innocent lives were on the line and, and were lost as a result of this action. So right. Tarzan's got it. Like, it, it's got potential. I just feel like the execution here wasn't that good. So I, I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Right. Unless I was tasked with remaking it. Mm. So... All um, right, let's move on to and our. I, and sh- I, I definitely wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Okay. So, especially right. because of the blackface, that's it happens in the first opening shot of the film. It's the opening shot of the film. I cannot recommend it to anyone for that reason. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But all right, let's move on to our Sean ratings here. Uh, I'll have you go first on this one too, Dylan. What, 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 were, what was your thoughts on the Sean? My thoughts on the Sean. One. Okay. I'm I'm giving him a one. I didn't like him in this movie at all. I didn't like him. I didn't like the blackface, which carried a lot of it. Um, I didn't like... He, he, and he sucks in this movie. He's a fucking lech. He's an asshole. He's a bully. 
you know, stealing Dino's locket, which gets Dino killed, and he's like, oh, this over a picture of his mother. Toss mm. it in. Like, what a fucking dick. He deserves to die. I hate him in this. Like, also, dude, it's a fucking roach, man. Get some fresh weed. <laughs> okay? Like, even if that was all the weed I brought, by the time it got to a roach, I'm not smoking it. Right. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I don't love him in this. He is clearly having a good time being there. As he said in behind-the-scenes stuff and such, and he wanted to come back and do another one were it not for Dr. No. Um, so he's clearly having a good time being there, and he got paid well. But that doesn't translate to me enjoying his performance. Because mm. so. sometimes when somebody's too happy to be on a job, they don't bring all of their A-game, and I feel like Connery is not bringing his A-game here. He's doing a lot of like, what, hmm, this thing for what, huh? Right, right, right. You know? Oh, but, well, if you were my wife, yeah, I'd look at your butt. You know? I, that, obviously, that's not my impression of him in this movie, but that's, like, the vibe he's giving off, like, where he doesn't really need to care because it's a good payday, and the role is underwritten in garbage anyway. So. Right, yeah. So, for me, I give him a one. How about you, friend? I think I'll agree with you. I'm going to stick with a one as well. Unforgettable wow. performance. Um, Did you just say unforgettable? Uh, no, forgettable, forgettable. Oh, oh okay, uh, okay. <laughs> for, for, for forgettable Very performance, forgettable. just not in in the plethora of Connery characters. I don't, I don't see him in any positive form. But just like nothing, it's it's just not memorable. It's it's as memorable as he was in Action of Tiger, and we gave him a higher score. Now we gave him a two in Action yeah. of Tiger. Damn. Uh, so I think, uh, and the next film he gets an eight out of uh, eight point five out of both of us. Yeah. So like this, this was a weird uh, time. I guess he like got his act together and, and, <laughs> and woke up. So yeah, I, th- I think I'm gonna end it there. Uh, solid one, and I'm sticking to it. Which makes me interested. I wonder what another time, another place is gonna be. Yeah. Right. Will that be equally bad as the two and one we have here, or will it be like a, a you know a seven or a ten in between? Yeah, we'll see. Mm. All right, well, that let's do our averages here. So our average SH is a 1. He's not very shishin. Our average sexy rating is a 5.25. There's some sexiness in this film to be found. Uh, our average musical score is a 1.75. There, there was some music. Uh, our film rating is a 3.25. I don't think we're ever revisiting that one. And I think we can agree that Sean Connery is giving it a 1 out of 10. Yeah. Which means our total Sean rating for this movie is a 2.45. Whoa. Probably our lowest Sean as of I right now? I think so. I, I do think so. Gracious. Yeah. Yep, it is. Wow. It's our lowest Sean. Lowest Sean. Well... Well, all right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's going to do it for Tarzan's Greatest Adventure, which means one more thing before we take off. Oh, shit, what? We got to spin that Wheel of Curiosities over at wheelofnames.com, and we're going to spin to see what we're covering next week. So, Dylan, I'll give you the honor of spinning this week. Uh, uh, wait, what, really? Yeah. You have to do that? I'm going to give you the honors. One because sure? I one because I really gotta get out of here. I got like, okay, people, I'm sorry. people waiting for me. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right, I'll make it quick then. Okay, anything you want to see? Anything you don't want to see? Uh, don't want to see a Bond. I'm not ready for a Bond, especially because I was just watching like a couple of Dale and Craig Bonds on the on the flight home. 
Uh, and you're watching indie, which are kind of like Bond and films. And so, right? Yeah, so I'm like, not in the mood for that. Uh, so none of that. And uh, give give me. Uh, I think it's I think it's time for. Um, um, uh, extraordinary gentleman. I want that. Ooh, okay. We haven't had a really uh, old Connery in a minute. I feel. Okay. Um, I want Time Bandits, Hunt for Red October, or Highlander Two. Oh, Those Highlander are what II. I want. All yeah, yes. I really want Highlander Two too because I'm like more. I'm very curious about them. Highlander Two Two the ballet. Two Two the ballet. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't want uh, a Thunderball or Never Say Never Again right now. Yeah, not yet. And I don't want On the Fiddle or Lilacs in the Spring. All right. All right. I'm gonna shuffle. You say when, bud? When? All righty. Mario, are you ready? I am ready, Dylan. To spin the wheel, wheel of curiosity. curiosity. Oh shit! The, the bowler and the bonnet. We've okay. got a doc, a documentary. Oh, well, at least we're getting it out of the way. Yeah, and I think we have a guest for this one. Do we? We'll double, so. we'll double check because sometimes the guests, we're not sure if they could. Do it. We'll, 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 we'll let you guys know if a guest is showing up. If they are, it'll be a surprise for you and for us. Yeah. That's interesting. That is uh, The Bowler and the Bonnet is a 1967 documentary that Sean Connery d- directed. Ooh. He directed this and okay. presented it. It is the only film he ever directed. Goodness. All okay. right. So that's exciting. Or Connery's direct. Directorial debut on Connery Curious. This is very exciting. Um, mm. But anyways, this guys, uh, viewers at home, listeners, watchers, thank you guys for joining us here on Connery Curious. It's a blast. Of course, be sure to hit us up on uh, on the YouTubes. We have some YouTube videos out now of the yes. podcast. You can see our beautiful faces in podcast form, video form, all that. Get on Spotify, of course. You can find Connery Curious over there. Video uh, episodes there, too. I just video. made a TikTok page for us. Oh, we're on TikTok now. We're on TikTok yeah. now. Uh, so TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, YouTube, and Patreon. And Patreon. Uh, join us on Patreon. We'll get more into that as we go. Maybe yeah. next episode we'll talk some more about that. Yes, we do. Yeah, we'll, we'll just say we have a few supporters already come, uh, hanging out with us so far. Uh, you can, too, uh, for the very low price of a dollar, I believe. Uh, that's our lowest tier. Yep, a dollar at the lowest, $10 at the most. And uh, you can find us on patreon.com slash Connery Curious. Yes, for all exclusive stuff there. Uh, we got some cool stuff lined up for you guys. So uh, we always support, love the support from you guys. Uh, you guys are tremendous. You guys keep the lights on here at Connery Curious. Uh, mm. But, you know, with that keep being us said, curious. keep keeping us curious. And hopefully, you guys are curious <laughs> to be hanging out with us even longer. So that was Tarzan's Greatest Adventure. We'll be back next week with the bowler and the bonnet. And Sean Connery will also be returning. Uh, but until then, I've been Mario Lee. And I've been Dylan Titus. And as always, folks, stay curious. You've been listening to Connery Curious, a Titus Compositions and Fergus Nerds Media podcast. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Connery Curious for updates, memes, and episode clips. You can also visit Dylan on Instagram at Titus Compositions to hear other podcasts and original music, watch music videos, or even pick up a great vinyl record. 
For more discussion about your favorite films, comics, and games, and a network for all things nerdy, visit me, Mario, at Friggin' Nerds Media. You can rate, review, and share the podcast in-app, which helps us grow the show and reach other curious conneries out there. Thanks for spending time with us. Have a great day. And remember, stay curious.